Hi, and welcome to another episode of Loli's Cafe. I'm Loli, and in this episode, we're going to talk about Marry My Husband, episodes 11 and 12. There will be spoilers ahead, but we're going to get right to them. So I think this drama just gave us like a huge high and a huge low, of course, just like K-dramas do. And yeah, I think episode 11, it was just all smiles, right? With them being together, their hot, steamy kiss. I think that was maybe unexpected from Nain Wu. I gotta say that he came through for me and I haven't wanted to drop the drama at all. So I think he's doing a great job. Maybe it's just the writing. He just needs to get better scripts and it's really not him. It's it's not him. It's just the writing in some of the other dramas. But I think in general, yeah, Jung Samin getting married to Park min just so satisfying, right? And she just kept thinking like, no, I stole it from you. You didn't throw it away. What's interesting is that I thought maybe Kang Ju-won had overplayed her hand by telling her you picked up my trash. But Jung Soo-min is so self-centered that she couldn't fathom that that was the case. That no, she was, she stole Kang Ju-won's man. So, and Park Min-won, true to self, just such a POS. I don't know that their marriage is going to last, obviously, but, and obviously, even though Jung Soo-min got married, doesn't mean she's the one that's going to die, right? We see that Yang Dri-nin, she's got also a POS husband that's cheating on her, that maybe is going to kill her. So, and she is the one with the stomach cancer. It's like, why? Why? So we have Yang Dri-nin, just, she's the one with the stomach cancer and her husband is also a POS. So I think we just need to watch out. Now, the fact that Isuk Jon is kind of looking out for her and stalking her. I mean, I have mixed feelings on the one how she's married. So it's like, yeah, dude, she's married. And and he's of course knows that and he saw that the husband's cheating on her with someone that they know, right? Part of her I don't know if that's her sister or if it's just like a worker at the restaurant. I I really actually wasn't paying that much attention, but to to that girl. But then we see her again with the parents when Isuk Jun's kind of like just following her. And even he himself, he's like, what am I doing? So we see that there's something going on there. So hopefully that POS husband, she's either going to get divorced or maybe he'll end up dying. Since it's a character that we don't really care about because this is kind of like a side character. But I really don't want Yang Dereening to die, Jang Yuran. Because I like her. She's a nice character. She's a nice person. And I like that Kang Ju-won's there for her and is telling her, just cry. That's why I'm following you. So you can let it all out. Because I know you're going to pretend to be strong. Because she went through that already in her other life. So we'll see what what is up. Jung Soo-min, this girl, you see her when she was a little kid giving... Kang Juwan the wallet and you wonder if she's the one who stole the wallet from Kang Juwan just so she could pretend to be a good person and obviously she has her own family issues right where she didn't 
bring in her family to the wedding. It's interesting to see, right? Like she has her own problems and obviously she uses Kangjiwon to make herself feel better, but she just won't accept it when it's right on her face. She just can't accept that Kangjiwon actually wanted her to be with Park Minwon and we'll see. And Baekun-ho, I think he realized, right, that Juju Hyuk, like he said, so he made up his mind. And anyway, he saw, he just started bawling. Oh, he does drip honey from his eyes. I have to say he's just because, I don't know if it's because he's a chef and he's like a hot chef or what, but there's something about it. But of course, I think Kang Ju-won, her character, I think, and Juju Hyuk go really well together. But I do have a soft spot for Baekun Hall. And and he, I think he will get together with Yu Hee-jeon. And she's pretty awesome. So it's not like it's a consolation prize. I wouldn't say that that being with Ju Ji Hyun is a consolation prize. But just him being sad over Kang Ju-won, his first love, is it is a little bit sad. So I feel for him. But we have such a high on episode 11 when they go out to the beach and... They have all their kissing and they're watching dramas together and they're watching TV together and they're just, it's just such a happy moment. And then, of course, we get this kind of like a earthquake of Oyura coming and just basically destroying the happiness. Now, ironically, right, she tells Joji Hyuk that you can't end a relationship just one-sided but that's exactly what she does to him <laughs> right it's like well i mean you're saying one thing but you're doing something else so and i don't think it didn't sound like he just ended it with everything it seems like he got told her like hey it's over and she was like yeah that's fine because one she didn't find him attractive right because he looked so nerdy with the big glasses and his oversized jackets or whatever they're not fitted suits before and now you know he looks fairly hot like a hot poppy so she's like yeah this is my property or whatever this this girl is unhinged also i don't know what's up with mental health issues and we see on his flashback forward when they were actually married that she beat up some other girl because she thought that he had a relationship with her so she's kind of unhinged and she's pretty capable of anything right she tries to get Jung Sumin to get back at Kang Ju-won by sending her all the information but Jung Sumin kind of plays her hand with the mom but I think Kang Ju-won knows the mom and knew that the mom was just there for money and that was sad when she was like i wanted to see what it was like to spend time like on a mother-daughter date and she did i don't know she's just such a, she's such a good actress she did look genuinely happy right spending time with her mom and you do feel for her that her mom is that kind of person that would choose to abandon her daughter and it's it's interesting, right, that I forgot what Kang Ju-won's exact words were, but it's something along the lines like you're, you chose to be a woman and not a mother. I don't know if that means that if you're a mother, you lose your sense of womanhood. I don't think that's necessarily true. But I do think that when you are a mother, you do 
choose, you do tend to choose your children before yourself. And I think that's part of being a mom is, is that sacrifice because you do need to protect your kids and, and you do need to make sure that they're on the right path. Right. It's, it's not that you give up being a woman. It's just that being a woman isn't your number one priority anymore. So in a way, when you become a mom, it's one of the most fulfilling events that you can have in your life. I can attest to that because I've given, I'm a, a mom of three boys, but you do have a sense of loss for yourself at times, especially when your kids are really young and, and you basically have no time for yourself, right? That just doesn't exist. But I, I can't imagine ever abandoning my kids for really any reason. Like, I don't know if someone said, oh, you can be a billionaire, but you have to abandon your kids and never see them again. I, I don't think I would do it. Um, Yeah, it just, it doesn't seem real to me, especially like it just seemed like she was living down the street from them, like she was still in that neighborhood. It didn't even seem like she had run far away, right? Like, the dad found her, she found her. So so they actually knew where she was. The mom never came back and, and she never reached out to the mom, which I think it's totally fair, especially because her dad was a good person. It wasn't like her dad was beating the mom or being unfaithful to her or being a POS or anything like that. I don't really understand the mom's motivation, but it was sad just to see her do that. Now she went to visit her dad and then Nainu is following her. I don't know if he, because he knew that Yura was going to send someone after them. And then it, it's not clear to me. I think Yura doesn't want to get her hands dirty. So she's basically like paying Pak Min Wan to pay someone to hire the white truck of death driver to hit her. Okay. And was I the only one that's just like, frustrated her like hey turn your car around or get out of that lane or at least just get ready to like circumvent it instead of just turning your head instead of turning the wheel like I really didn't get that because it's not like she's blocked in right it's not like she has nowhere to go she's got an open road so she could either preemptively like move her car <laughs> to the side street or something, but then maybe the truck would have followed her or at least gotten ready to like, I don't know, step on the gas and go into the other lane because there was literally like no one there. So I don't know what she was doing when the white truck of death was coming at Kangji Wan and she just like, it was like deer on the headlights. Now I know that there's fight or flight and obviously this was fright and she just panicked but still at the same time it's like really like we can't just I don't know just move the car a little step on the gas do something I that always kind of frustrates me and how many white trucks of death are there I think this was like our high and low and we had like such a high and now we're like oh no is Juji Hook gonna die but I don't think he is right I think he's gonna survive and I don't think that Yang Derinim is going to die either. So who's going to die? Because someone has to die. I'm going to guess that it's going to be Yang Derinim's husband and Yura's 
those are my two guesses as to who's going to kick the bucket. I don't think it's going to be Jung Soo-min and I don't think it's going to be Park Min-won. I think they're just going to be miserable together, just living their lives and seeing that Kang Ji-won is happy with Yoo Yoo-hyuk. So I'm going to guess that Yang Juran's husband, the guy that's having an affair, that he's going to die. And I'm going to guess that Yura is going to die. So those are my predictions as to who's going to take that fate of death. Because I feel like Yang Yuran's husband is just such a POS, but he's not like a known, well-known character. So I think he's the one that's going to die. And Yura is just kind of cray-cray. So yeah, she's going to have to go. Otherwise, I don't I don't know. Maybe that's just, maybe, the, or they'll have to start complete different strangers take the fate. But I, I think, so those are my predictions. And Isuk Jun and Yang Duran are going to get together. I actually have a little thing for Isuk Jun, like that character, just even with the whole stalking. <laughs> I, I just really like him. He's so stoic. He's just so like serious and professional. It's to me, it's just really hot. And I also have a little thing for Beckon Ho. So, and Beckon Ho, we know that he's gonna be with my girl Yuhi, and we know that they're gonna get together. We got four episodes for them to develop all this. So, I think it'll be pretty nice when that happens. Now, you gotta love the Kopiko. I don't know if anyone's ever tried the Kopiko chocolate candies that taste like coffee they look so good but I actually haven't tried them I'm like should I but I don't really actually I used to not have anything with caffeine at all but now I've been getting addicted to Celsius so I have a Celsius a day but before I got into the Celsius kick I basically just drank no coffee or, or anything with caffeine but now that I see the Capico candies, I'm like, oh, I try them. But you got to love these product placements and then drinking the beer and those protein salmon chips. So I guess this was our product placement, <laughs> our product placement episode. I can't remember if it was 11 or 12, but yeah, when we were like, oh, protein salmon chips. So, and like this beer, that's just like, ah, so, and the Capico candies. So you got to love them. So I... I'm pretty excited about the show. I think Gigi Hyuk, I just wish he hadn't lied to her about his own fate and her being a little bit of a heck breaker when she breaks up with him, when she tells him like, oh, I'm breaking up with you because you broke up with someone unilaterally, but I'm going to literally break up with you. Um, I, I didn't necessarily like it. And Jung Soo-min, her stock, she's doing well, right? Because she just copied whatever Kang Ji-won was doing because she's like that. So Jung Soo-min, I, I guess we're going to see Kang Ji-won confront her, which we'll see what happens. We'll see what she actually says, whether she's sincere or not, because we, I hate her. I think everyone hates her. She's just such a hated character because she just, it wouldn't, I think she wouldn't be as bad if she was straight up evil, like Yura, right? Oh, Yura, she's just straight up not nice. She's straight up like, yeah, I'm a bitch and I know it. And yeah, I'm going to get you. Right. So she's just like straight up in your face, which even though she's cray cray, I kind of respect that. Right. Now, should you want things because you can't have them? No, but you got to give it to her. She's just like straight up straight shooter. Whereas Jung Soo-min, she is so fake, right? It's just like, oh, you're my second half. 
are you my other half? I love you. It's just like, oh my God, can this just, so I just can't stand her. But I think it's that duplicity that makes you hate her even more, or that makes me hate her even more. It just, oh, and you're just so happy to see that she and the mother-in-law deserve each other. So Kang Ji-won, I think, I don't think she should have this fatalistic view of life. Shit happens. And sometimes it does seem like it happens to one person maybe more unfairly than than other people. And and that's that's true of life. I think though sometimes when you are down, you just can't help but think that, oh, everything is going bad and and you tend to forget like the good things that happen, right? Like she's like crying over this. But at Kang Ji-won, you had Baekun Ho, who's your first love, who actually confessed, tried to confess to you again, right? So that was a good person you could have had. And these girls that bullied you, yeah, they were bullies, but they try to make it up to you. And you have Juji Hyuk, who who loves you and confessed his love to you. And you had, even if it was short-lived, you had this kind of wonderful love affair. So her crying at her dad's graveside, I get it. But I also think that it's a, a short-sighted view of life. I wish that she wouldn't just see like, oh, these are all the bad things that ha- are happening to me. She should also see like, oh, these are some of the good things that are happening. And hey, you didn't marry Park Min-won. Like you didn't marry that guy. So, and Juji Hyo kind of told you like, hey, I, I'm not the guy for you. But you were like, yeah, no, let's regret it together. But now you're regretting it alone. <laughs> so for different reasons. All right. I can't wait to see what happens. We only have two weekends left. Yeah, there's no break even for Chinese New Year. It's it's Chinese New Year, I think, this weekend. So we're going to see what happens with this drama. I think we got two weeks left of just kind of stressing, seeing who's going to die, hoping who's going to die, right? I think I think we're going to be hoping like we hope it's somebody that we don't like because we don't want to see the manager, Yang Yudan, be the person who dies. All right. I hope you guys are enjoying the drama as much as I am. You can hit me up on Instagram at Lily's Cafe Podcast or send me an email, Lily's Cafe Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Twitter. All right. I hope you guys have a great day and make sure to like and subscribe. Thank you.